in order for people to understand what the heck we're talking about or 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 what this, these visions are they need to understand these uh, you know what the future is or what leaping in the future means what it brings what are these foreign foreign things that are uh, coming our way Hi everyone, here we are today with a new topic that we would like to share with you, part of our Localizing Ideas podcast series. The many visions and initiatives of Arab leaders for the next decades. Hi Wissam, how are you? Hi Rita, how are you? I'm good. I'm fine, thank you. I have some questions for you. Shall we start? Yes, definitely. Uh, let me know what kind of changes are happening in the Arab region now. Wow, that's a big question. Um, there's a lot of changes that have been happening in the Arab region. Uh, big changes. Um, if you look back uh, for the past, I mean, the changes happen are happening on two fronts. Politically, there's big political changes. Uh, the political, uh, the political, if you want, uh, map of the region and alliances in the region are changing, and power struggles really. And the second uh, big change is cultural, okay? For the past decade or uh, for the past, uh, you know, decade, let's say, we've seen Arab leaders um, thinking, uh, you know, being forward thinkers and putting visions for their countries and, uh, and the region, okay? So uh, you've been hearing a lot about, let's say, Vision 2030, Vision 2050, you know, uh, visions for the next hundred years. There's a lot of initiatives that have been uh, happening or, uh, I mean, they've been initiated, okay? There's a reshuffling of priorities. We can feel that, okay? From, from, uh, from uh, I mean, uh, 50 years ago, or to, 50 is a lot in this region, let's say 20 years ago, the priori priorities were uh, going towards, uh, let's say, uh, 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 you know, uh, building building the states and building these countries and and forging the alliances, but now we are seeing that priorities have really gone towards you know the leap towards the future. Okay, leaping towards the future and changing the whole uh, uh, you know culture of not changing it but opening up to the world. I mean, Arabs, li Arab leaders are really moved from. Uh, being close to the world culturally to really opening up to the world culturally. So there's no doubt that there's a complete reshuffling of priorities. Um, and there's a quick acceleration to modernize, correct? So uh, we can take Saudi Arabia, for example, as, as a great case study or as, as the most, uh, you know, now uh, live case study. Uh, the, fear, the fear of uh, opening up Uh, and being really uh, traditional and conservative as a country has quickly uh, shifted to, you know, more uh, uh, liberation and more of a liberal, uh, you know, spirit being, uh, uh, you know, induced in this country and uh, projects and visions to really modernize very quickly and take Saudi Arabia from what it was uh, 10 years ago or 20 years ago to, you know, uh, you know, throwing it or leaping into the future, you know, heads on. Mm -hmm. 
big initiatives big uh, dreams big projects i mean reshuffling of everything uh, investing in the infrastructure again i mean there's a lot of different things happening and quick things and big things yeah it's happening really fast yeah definitely so so uh, what is happening in the arab region everything is happening in the arab region you know yeah. uh, and this is great for everybody for all businesses and for people in general Wissam, what is the reason for all these plans and visions? So the most obvious reason, in my opinion, is oil dependency. As we know, for I mean, Arab countries have been reliant heavily on oil, okay, and their economies have been shaped by oil, okay. Mm-hmm. Leaders, Arab leaders, realize that uh, at one point the oil will, uh, you know, be over, and if there is no substitution to that oil. Um, the economies will die and the countries will die. So, you know, uh, leaders, Arab leaders, have put uh, priorities in, uh, you know, creating or shifting their dependency on oil by, you know, creating alternative economies or parallel economies or investing in other things. So we're talking here uh, mainly, you know, education, and these are the basics, right? Education, infrastructure, uh, alternative energy and healthcare. Okay, mm-hmm. so these are key to boosting the economy uh, and become less reliant on oil. Mm-hmm. This is great. Also, there's a geopolitical aspect to all of this. So owning the future, right? Because that's the uh, main, if you want, the uh, uh, the main uh, thesis of all of these visions. You know, uh, owning the future and being. Uh, leading leaders you know leading the, this uh, leap to the future so owning the future is mainly uh, you know securing a seat at the big boys table right so you you these big visions have big objectives so once you are leader in what's going to happen in the future then you have a say you have a word i mean you have uh, you have you become a decision maker you know so the stronger the economy is, the stronger the economy is, the stronger the ties with other economies. So uh, by having your economy strong, okay, uh, then you have stronger ties with other big economies. Yeah, definitely. And and that will widen your political influence. So that's what's happening today. There. Uh, you know, establishing or creating or launching all of these new visions, the Arab leaders, so that in the future they will have even stronger economies, non-dependent, uh, uh, non-oil dependent economies. And by doing that, they will forge a relationship with other big economies and then they will become uh, decision makers, more decision makers and have influence over you know, the rest of the economies in this world. So all these uh, visions, all these initiatives, what will they bring to the new Arab world? What are the changes? Well, for one thing uh, is stability. Okay. And stability is, you know, it, it's it's taken for granted in countries like, let's say, Canada or, or you know, established uh, modern words, let's say, first world countries. But in our region of the world, stability doesn't exist. Yeah. A strong economy brings stability and uh, um, stability uh, by uh, default attracts global businesses and investments. 
so when you see and you can see that now happening in the in the Emirates, right? Yeah, uh, it's been happening for the past I don't know how many years, and now it's gonna be accelerated. So uh, the more stable these countries are uh, for a longer periods of time, the more you know they will attract businesses and investments and uh, and and money basically. So and with that, an influx of people looking for new opportunities will also be attracted to come to this region right so so uh, they and they will come for many reasons they will come for for new opportunities and new experiences as well and i think the emirates is, is doing a great job into providing uh, opportunities and new experiences new opportunities opportunities and experiences and Saudi Arabia is also uh, aggressively investing into that to attract uh, people, tourists, uh, uh, you know, workers, uh, and you name it, businesses, investments. So, so uh, this is important. Okay, uh, going back to our daily bread and butter, what role does localization play in these visions? Yes, uh, what role? Well, it plays a big, big role, bigger than uh, what might people think. So a flourishing economy is a magnet to businesses and investment and people from all over the world, right? So for businesses to succeed, they need to resonate with the Arabic, for, with the Arab target audience. And uh, resonating means having a, a proper communication strategy, communication in Arabic. Mm -hmm. So uh, localization here plays a big role and businesses who adopt uh, or put in place a solid localization uh, uh, strategy for their businesses will reap the benefit quickly. Yeah. Also an important point here that I would like to tackle. Uh, you know, these visions are great and big. However, leaping into the future needs, uh, you know, to be backed up or backed by your people. Because if you don't have support from your own people, you will have trouble or a hard time uh, achieving your objective as a country. Hence, leaping in the future brings a lot of foreign concept with it. Because uh, let's face it, technology and uh, and I mean technology is not being created yet here, and and it's not homegrown. So we're importing all of. Uh, those ideas, technology, the metaverse, and all of that, these are not homegrown, uh, let's say, concepts. So, in order for people to understand what the heck we're talking about or, or, or what th these visions are, they need to understand these, uh, you know, uh, what the future is or what leaping in the future means, what it brings, what are these foreigns, foreign things that are uh, coming our way. So, it's not only foreign businesses coming here. It's also local local initiatives have to be uh, explained properly. So yes, we're importing uh, foreign ideas uh, and foreign technology, but it's very important for this technology to be well localized. And these ideas and concept and uh, uh, visions have to be localized for the uh, Arab people because you need them to back you up. So it, it's, it's, it happens both ways, right? Communication is an integral part of advancing societies. And uh, uh, localizing visions of the future starts by localizing ideas. And, and that's what, what we, we do. do. 
Well, thank you, Wissam. I think that's it for today. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us. I really hope you're enjoying our topics and we will get back to you with new ideas very soon. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to our channels. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.